This is episode 141 for Tuesday, July 10th, 2018, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we delve into the depths of a dilapidated chilling device. We are going to free up Frado's fridge. For real. (laughs) Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, Powers, and Jeremy, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you're kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. So free of Fredo's fridge, yeah, the dilapidated cooling device. Very okay. (laughs) The target was over here, and you went okay. I thought you'd like that. (laughs) All right, it's all about the alliteration. So, uh, welcome back to another episode of Bruce Styles. We have a slightly different cast this week. Uh, Directly to my right is Travis. How are you doing, Travis? Doing very well. I just got back from a trip t- from Chicago. Spent a week there. Drank yeah, a lot I'm of good beer. Keeping up with your uh, travels, Travis's travels on Untapped, all the stuff you've been checking into. It's been pretty interesting. Yeah, went to lots of different breweries and stuff. I did not bring anything home, so none of you get to try anything. Oh, Suck it. Boo. Lame. <laughs> so what was a... Did you have a, a standout brewery or beer that you visited or had up there i actually got to got to go to goose island which i know even though they've been bought out for almost eight years now um i still wanted to go there because it was was the og chicago brew pub for a long time uh and i went there and i got to try a lot of their their original stuff that they don't distribute and that was that was a neat experience to get to try all that any one beer that stood out to you Oh God! From them, no. It was all pretty, pretty safe. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go through my list of what I tried because there was a lot of stuff, but it was good. <laughs> I did see that you checked into an old style. Yeah. At the ballpark. Oh the- yeah. <laughs> Went to Wrigley Field for a Cubs game, and <laughs> I wanted to have one beer, obviously, because there were ten dollars a beer. So mm-hmm. I wanted to have Jeez, one beer. Ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Tell me there was at least a tall boy. Holy crap. One beer, and I wanted it to be an old style. And I had to go <laughs> from the fourth floor down to the first floor to find one place that would, A, sell old style, and B, accept credit cards. So it was... Really? Yeah. Very much an old school ballpark. Right. A lot would of you say it was are, an old style ballpark? Yeah, it was. It was quite tasty. <laughs> hmm. It was a worthwhile experience. That's cool. And to his right is Fratto. Hi. 
joined by Friday today. Obviously, we're cleaning out his fridge, so he had to be here. I brought all my stuff from Chicago. <laughs> I brought so much to share. Not just from <laughs> Actually, Chicago, that's though. It's probably a lot of other things, too. Uh, yeah, but a good bulk of it was from Chicago. How long ago was that trip? Uh, three or four years ago. <laughs> we were always in a habit of like, oh, man, I went somewhere. And <laughs> it's like, oh, I went somewhere. I've got to bring all this stuff and share it. Yeah. And then we just, But we weren't really doing that anymore, but that was still the habit I was in. And then it just got buried by beer and then buried by more beer. And then you find it in the back of the fridge and go, oh, God, I still have that. Why? Why not? And then you put it back and then two years later see it again. So I went to Chicago and didn't bring anything back. Frater did not go to Chicago and brought everything back. Well, he did, but it was a while ago. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And to his right is Powers. How's it going, Powers? Doing pretty so, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, much less of a Chicago tie in my offering this week. Uh, you know, right now I'm waiting on my, uh, you know, I've been drinking on that English IPA. Uh, I've been The award winning. The award winning Mav Mash champion. <laughs> Don't short yourself. <laughs> English IPA. And then, let's see, I'm waiting on my summer ale to finish up uh, in the bottle. So it's got another week on that. And then... Uh, well, last week I also brewed a Stubby's Phoenix ESB kit. Um, hmm. It is, uh, you know, just tasting the tasting and smelling it you know, before I put it in the fermenter. I'm actually pretty excited about this one. Cool. So it's basically a whole bunch of specialty grain, uh, some light DME, and then you know, a crap ton of Phoenix hops is what is what that one's going to be. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know that I've ever brewed a Phoenix. No. Well, you'll get to try it here in a week. <laughs> is it a, a new strain or a combination of a couple of strains? Uh, or I didn't do my research on the hop as uh, far as like its history. But come on, Powers. We can look that up during the break if we want. <laughs> <laughs> so, I yeah. hear that it tastes better like if you drink it and then throw it back up uh, <laughs> because it returns from... <laughs> or do you need to like flames. burn your... Yeah, burn your hops. Fire. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, gotta just, be some just, kind of no. rebirth from fire thing. Yeah, you, you light the vomit on fire. Or That's what you do. Burp from so fire. Phoenix hops are any hops that have grown <laughs> through a forest fire region. Mm, could be. There you go. Uh, they are UK based, so oh, oh, well, never mind. Yeah, who's <laughs> your theory, Fredo? Well, right. Uh, Might have just been a big Harry Potter fan who who initially grew the hops. <laughs> yes, let's let's just say that is the case. <laughs> so uh, we are not joined this week by Sawyer. Uh, he is taking a, a short sabbatical from the the podcast, and Jeremy is in Ohio this week. So hopefully he'll be back next week for that episode. <laughs> whatever we do, yes, whatever it is, because I don't think we've decided yet. But anyway, <laughs> so that's who we have today. I'm super excited about this episode. But before we get into that, I need to say thank you to our listeners. And uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Untapped and Instagram, right? Instagram? Yes. Yeah, I'm still totally posted <laughs> on Instagram. Of course you are. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, so all those things. That was things, a truthful statement. <laughs> I've totally believed what you said. So all those things. Yeah, absolutely. Check out our website. Yes. <laughs> our uh, newly updated. updated yes. Yeah, which you talked about last week a little Fully bit. Fully functional. So. Yes. Just like well, data. Well, it was, it was mostly functional. <laughs> Minus the being able to listen to the episodes on the yeah. right there on the website, but that was because they changed some things and took a little time to get through there and, and update everything. But Travis did that, so we're good to go. 
apparently Phoenix was released in 1996. So oh. it's not new and probably not Harry Potter inspired. <laughs> All right, then. Hey, do we have any emails, y'all? Actually, Anna, we do. Uh, looking in the what? official Brew Styles. <laughs> this is the first email I've gotten. I'm excited. In the official really? Brew Styles inbox. The Travis at Travis Brew Styles. At com. Oh, okay. I got a message from uh, David9 at hkhelson.com hk health okay all right inquiry of beer is the is the subject line to mr director dear sir madam it is glad to write to you with keen hope to open a business relationship with you oh we are helson hong kong industry co uh ltd our factory wants to purchase beer products from the overseas oh yeah i got this we are a large beer import corporation (laughs) in this area Beer suitable for our market. Would you please send us details of your product? When quoting, please state terms of payment and discount you would allow on purchase of quantities not less than... Should your products be of good quality (laughs) and competitive price, we will place a large order with you. We warmly welcome to your reply. Sincerely yours, best regards. David. David, general manager. <laughs> yep. Phone number 86371-5526-8038. Mm. That's an international number five or so one. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite line was, when quoting, please state terms of payment and discount you would allow on purchase of qu- quantities not less than dot, 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 Should your products be of... Yeah, that's all it says. So, thank you, David, for uh, sending us a message. We uh, would always be glad to read out emails on the air of people that send out messages. And so, there you go, David. Thanks for listening. Get your spam bots ready, everybody. (laughs) The combined homebrewing power of all, like, 12 people that have ever been on this podcast could be upwards of dot, 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 dot barrels. Hmm? <laughs> I also just got a notification on my phone that Bruce Styles posted for the first time in a while on Instagram. <laughs> hey, hey, how about that? Yeah, there we go. I'm interested to know what the uh, the the post that has not been posted in a while was. Well, it but was... I will have to check that out, uh, and our listeners will have to check that on their own if they want to know what that is. As it was yeah. posted 30 seconds ago, <laughs> live from Studio the Three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get into what we're drinking this week because we don't have a whole lot of other things to talk about. Fratto. But there's lots of history. There is. And I, I'm assuming that, generally speaking, we'll have to talk about each beer. Very briefly. Very Because there's a lot. There's you like, have stories attached to some of them. Some of them, yes. So we know that this is just a, a big collection of things that have been lost in the depths of your dilapidated chilling device. Other than that, there's not really much to tell. I was trying to find a word for chilling that started with a D, and I couldn't think of one. I, I looked. Uh, I couldn't find okay. one. D.D. Frosting? D.D. Uh, D. D. Frosting. Oh, that's lame. D.D. Frosting. <laughs> I have an Aunt D.D. <laughs> Is she frosty? She's not frost. No, she's not frosty. <laughs> that's why they don't have Class B batteries, because you sound like you have a stutter. A b- I'd a like battery. some D batteries. And I said, Double B's. Is that really the reason? Be better. <laughs> I don't know. There's A, double A, or no, just double A and triple A, and then C, D. 
and then watch batteries, which and don't follow that. Those have numbers. They're like CR. <laughs> You've got nine volts. Yeah. I heard that joke from some comedian. I can't claim that for myself. Big batteries. Uh-huh. Well, batteries. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into what we're drinking. Yeah, ding. Okay. Well, you didn't ask, but I'm glad you did. I'm glad you asked. What's first, Fredo? This is <laughs> the Rar Winter Warmer. Circa hmm. sometime just recently after the redo in uh, Logos. Is that the new they, label? Yeah, after they stylized. Oh. Well, they also stopped doing the Winter Warmer in, in bottles last season, because I remember I could only find it in cans last season. Oh. So this might be... Or was it... Because I know they did bombers for a while, too. Yeah, they did. Well, they did the, the barrel the barrel and bombers. I know that much. Right. Uh, yeah, they've, they've gone to mostly cans recently. A yeah. lot of people have. It's cheaper. Judging from the funk underneath the <laughs> bottle cap, though, this is not last year's bottle. Uh, yeah. There's got to be... I mean... They went to the new labeling after the roof collapse. Right. And I'm judging, especially since I brought in a first era Snowmageddon, this is probably that same era. Hmm. Uh, either way, this is it. It's pretty old, many years. It's uh, and We've had this one on the podcast before. The first so, taste is yeah. with the nose, and it's <laughs> and it's not holding up. I mean, the, the label <laughs> is like rough and yeah brittle so yeah well, it's had a lot of kegs get angry and spew on it so clear dark ruby color in my glass i'm sure if it was a thicker glass it'd be a little bit more opaque but yeah i can't tell if that's carbonation or if i have a crap ton of floaties in mine because i did get near you the bottom the bottom i did so that's yeah that's floaties yeah check yeah. yours out compared I to got mine. a crap Mine's ton like of floaties <laughs> i have floaties I have floaties. You have floaties? Yeah, I've got some floaties in there, too. Oh, boy. Um, oh, it smells is. very rich. It's, it's a, um, if you could take a sour grape and cover it in, in all sorts of caramel sauce and brown Malt, sugar. Yeah. yeah, I get lots of brown sugar. I get some clay notes. Not quite Play-Doh, but I get fig. I could say that. Dark fruit. Yeah. Or, no, it's not fig. There's something else. Like date, maybe? Well, it is kind of like a fig newton because you got the sweetness from the, the yeah. breaded uh, cookie around it. But it's it. not like a... I mean, there is some sweetness to it, but I'm thinking more like a, a bitter fruit, like a date, maybe. Yeah. Would be more appropriate. Yeah, I got really tart bud dates. <laughs> it's... It's not sour. No. Um, no, but it's but it it's reminiscent of sour. It's sour adjacent. <laughs> Feels a lot thinner than it should be. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of a medium light body, I think. Not it it might approach medium, but it's definitely not <clears throat> as heavy as I thought as you know, I remember it being. I think I would say fig more for the flavor though. Because it does kind of taste like a fig Newton. Yeah, it's got like a hint of cinnamon, like on the on the finish, but it's uh, still slightly sweet, caramelized. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of dry spice on the finish. 
This is like Fig Newton in a glass to me, flavor-wise. It's also hot at the end. I don't, I don't remember what the alcohol on this is, but it's not as that much, is it? Like well, six and the, or seven. the bottle's not super cold, which is a little strange because because it was just in the fridge forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that ninety-five degrees in my car for the last ten minutes for two hours ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let's compare this to my original rating. Oh, this man. is an amazing tasting beer. It was a perfect mix of caramel and spices with the right touch of alcohol. Yes. All, all of that? So, <laughs> I knowing mean, that... Everything that you just said uh, there has been revoiced here, but not as pleasantly. Yeah, no. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's unpleasant. It's I, I just as pleasantly. It just feels like it's <laughs> lost something. Yeah, there's something. The sparkle is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I also wouldn't say caramel. <laughs> It's sweet, well, but I don't think it's caramel sweet. No, it's more like dark fruit sweet. Yeah. This is an aging relationship, <laughs> and it, the, the spark <laughs> is gone, but they're still pretending. Pretending? Yeah. <laughs> I would say they're still solid. I mean, this is a solid beer. It's not in its prime anymore, but I still think it, it's got a good flavor profile as far as winter warmers go. Like, yeah. if you think about the style, there should be some spice and maybe a little bit of warmth. I think it's still solid. I think it, it held up well over time. Because we're talking three, four years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Without knowing for sure, that's that's the guess that I would fathom. So, mm. I think it held up pretty well, yeah, actually. more. Roof collapse happened in 2012? 12, yeah. It could be that old. Oh, wow. Or 2011. Man, it was it was early early uh, teens, so up to six years ago ish. Yeah, this beer could be. So, all things considered, I think it held up pretty well. No, I think it's held up well. Yeah. I'm just not really. Well, you know, I wouldn't do this again on purpose. <laughs> now, it would be really interesting to know is how it would compare to a fresh one. Obviously, we don't have a fresh winter warmer, but I'm sure things have changed slightly over the years. Recipes don't necessarily stay stagnant because i do remember this being a little bit different i this, remember being very vibrant right and more more of the spice character yes and rar does seem to do a lot of tweaking right so i think maybe for brewers. the yeah so for for the current years maybe they did up the spice level because when you go to get a a winter seasonal beer that's what you're looking for and this one was a little bit safe so maybe they upped it recently just to to give that extra pop. Or maybe it's the safeness has came in in the last five years. Maybe uh, it wasn't so safe a long time ago. Uh, I don't know. Well, generally flavor tends to fade as beer gets older, I think. And so I'd say that maybe... With some muted flavors, it probably does come across as a little bit more safe than it used to be, than it normally would be, I yeah. guess. Well, also, Untapped has this as 8%, and I can't find anything on the label as far as ABV. Yeah, I didn't see so anything on there So, the warmth for 8%, I'm not getting a whole lot. So, I think no. that it, it is hidden 
pretty well. Oh, see, I I felt like the finish was all all heat. Granted, the cinnamony, dry, spicy thing may have exacerbated that, but yeah, got, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm getting is the, the cinnamon and the spice. I got two sides of my memory that are debating against each other because the first time I had this, I remember it was in your backyard and. It was the first beer that I gave a perfect 10 to on Beer Seek on Facebook. Yes. Because I loved it. It was incredible. Yes. Beer Seek. Yes. That's when it a was, throwback. When it was still called Rate Beer because Rate Beer wasn't angry at Rate Beer yet. And so Rate Beer didn't become Beer Seek yet. Rate Beer wasn't angry at Rate mm-hmm. Beer. Right. <laughs> and that was, you know, probably 2009 or, or earlier. Yeah. It, was, it was before the label change for sure. 11 years ago. No. And I don't know if that's me looking through rose-colored glasses or if it has changed significantly i can't do math nine years ago i can't do math apparently i don't know huh i'm not angry at this no no with as long as it sat i i would drink a whole bottle if not more of course it's july so i'm not thinking i want a winter warmer but (laughs) well no but it's a nice breezy cool like 95 degrees today yeah it is not the 106 or whatever that we had just last week la 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 exactly (laughs) so uh are we gonna do poundability and and any other kind of ratings on this or we just maybe we just do drinkability because it's all these beers are so old (laughs) Mine's already gone, but there were only three ounces. So I mean, so if we're not so drinkability, I'm guessing would just be a like, hey, this is actually palatable. Yeah, that's a totally different rating in my mind than poundability. Yeah, exactly. exactly. How could you have a beer that was less poundable? Because because like I'd say eight? this this is probably about a three point five poundability, but I'd say it's you know if I'm if I'm drinking it the way I would drink it, probably about a seven drinkability. I'd say for this episode we move to drinkability, okay. just because we have all these really old. We're getting angry tweets from people that need that say, "Stay in your lane." When have we ever gotten a tweet? We're, we're going to get tweets after this episode. Do you have a Twitter? <laughs> we do. Does anyone? It's respond? usually just us tagging the breweries and they retweet us. That's really all it okay. is. Okay. Well, then I'll stick with poundability. It's about a nine. <laughs> okay. Stay in your lane, Travis. Yeah, I'm going to stick with poundability. All right. Fair enough. And just an idea. If I knew the password to my Twitter, I'd tweet you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Poundability seven. Poundability seven, huh? Poundability. It's just seven. too sweet. I'd give it's this one a, a six. A I'd give it a six. I, it is a lot smoother than I uh, remember it being and anticipated it being, just because you know the the high level of alcohol for one, the level of spice character you normally get out of a winter warmer. Well, this is an English-style dark ale. Because winter warmer is not a thing. Oh, y'all DJ say pay people. But winter seasonal is, however. (laughs) Any beer made in winter varies by face style. (laughs) But either way, you know, it's... Must have been served during the Christmas era. (laughs) Era? That's not what I... Whatever. Christmas era. The Christmas era. Before Christmas was, anyway. So uh, as we wrap that up, we're going to pass around another raw beer. Yes, so fridge. This is the raw iron thistle, thistle, and it is classified as a Scotch ale. Listed at eight point five percent ABV. Well, they had like a parade when this thing came out because it came out of the gates with awards from just about everywhere. I believe yeah. this won a medal at GABF. And it was a significant win, like either a silver or a gold. 
So Scott not Taylor. an insignificant win, like an honorable mention. Yeah, or silver, <laughs> a little purple ribbon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Different from purple heart, I should mention. So this is an actual Scotch ale, correct? Well, this is Scottish style. I mean, it wasn't brewed in Scotland. Or... Right, but I mean, like <laughs> it, according to BJCP, it's within the Scotch ale. Yeah. Uh, guidelines. Yes, this is a real style, unlike winter warmer. Mm. It's not a fake beer. I rated this nine years ago. Oh, man. And it was a little bit more verbose than my first rating that I've shared <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> oh, okay. The first one was just reposted nine years ago. Yes. So I said, try it on tap at Ginger Man of Fort Worth. Beer has a dark appearance oh. with a rosy hue. Thick, foamy head sustains for several minutes. The aroma was soft and subtle and warms the nose. Initial taste was a soft, bitter flavor mixed with caramelized malts. It has a thick feel over the tongue and finished rather dry with a sustained sensation of tingling in the center of the tongue. Overall, this is a fine specimen that can only be found on tap. Rar has done it again! <laughs> I, I feel like I remember that day. Like I remember sitting there like we showed up early and it might have been a snow day or something and we were afraid no one was going to be there. And essentially no one was, but Michael was, which is good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, minds were blown. This beer was another era of drinking. Hmm. Change your perspective. I've said era like 12 times already. <laughs> I said specimen. Well, we're in the, the era <laughs> of <laughs> your fridge, so Ooh. it makes sense. Um, so the bottle says, uh, for Iron Thistle, we're proud to present our Iron Thistle Scotch Ale. Iron Thistle is a tribute to the historical Wee Heavy Ales of Scotland. This dark ruby, almost black ale is full of big malt character. It features generous amounts of caramel and roasted malts and subtle amounts of noble hops. Enjoy. Here's to your health. Slante. Slantja. Sure. So this is just a tribute to the Wee Heavy well, I mean, it's it's their version of the they, Wee Heavy, the Scotch quote unquote Scotch it's a ale. German guy brewing in Texas by way of Wisconsin heritage. Oh, okay, it's cool. not the best beer ever, <laughs> but it is a tribute. Yeah, they couldn't remember <laughs> the best beer ever, so this is just a tribute. This is just a tribute. It is extremely the dark. Best beer ruby. ever didn't actually taste anything like this beer. I can't remember the best beer ever, but I this would, is a tribute. I would say this might be darker than the the winter warmer but still strong ruby highlights yeah i still have floaties you still have the bottom of the i still bottom. had the bottom of the bottle <laughs> i was about to say maybe we pass it around we the even, other way we passed it in a different direction this time and you still got it yeah dark dark color really I'm, dark. I'm getting some pretty significant floaties as well so i, I sample and i had the bottom half of that bottle so it makes sense has some similar aromas to the I, other one too. I was gonna say, and, and the flavor yeah. too. The I'd two be, beers are very similar. If I had poured these both at the same time and set them down, and you twist turned them around while I wasn't looking, I don't think I could tell. Right. There's, there's a lot of, but for different reasons. Because the winter warmer, you expect a lot of spice and you know that kind of thing. This one, you expect more dark fruit and caramel notes. Yeah. But having aged. I think they aged to be extremely similar beers. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I can maybe notice a little bit more alcohol warmth on the Iron Thistle. Just a touch, though. Like, not, not anything that I would have noticed. I could agree with that. Yeah. Slightly warmer. Yeah. I, I would be interested to know how similar the two base recipes were. Hmm. 
well, and I mean an English and a Scottish beer. Which they're yeah, <laughs> they're all, they are both British beers, and they would both use noble hops probably. Yes, both British or English but not hops. Both English, right? Yeah. <laughs> but both from the United Kingdom, right? That's why they're both British and not both English. Exactly, <laughs> Britannia. When when people from like Scotland and California and Wales and stuff do well, they're British. <laughs> and then when they don't, they're not. Mm. Oh well we're English. We're English. But when they do well they're they're British too. Right. Right. Mm. <laughs> this this might be British. It is surprising how similar these two beers were. So hops are probably very now, similar. Now, yes. When fresh, not at all. No. Grain bill was probably pretty similar, other right. than some, maybe some peated. No. I mean, no. Dark, darker. I know darker you're not grains supposed the to. Warmer. I think, I think the base styles are, are extremely similar, and then the winter warmer, maybe they add a little bit of spice to, allspice, cinnamon, you no. know, just something. And then the iron thistle, they just kind of left to be super caramely and rich. So the spices in the in the winter warmer probably fell off over time uh, because that's what spices kind of tend to do over time. They don't necessarily uh, stick around. Sometimes. Yeah. It depends. I think the hop character more so. Yeah. Which, you know, they, they talk about noble hops on the, on the uh, Iron Thistle bottle. Right. But then on winter warmer they just talk about spices so well, i mean i'm just not expecting to get any hop character on really any of these beers because well i mean well the scottish one you'll still get some like earthy mm. hops okay um but it should kind of go mm. well with the caramel note and the peatiness that you might get from a scottish you beer really shouldn't okay. be getting any of that anyway because if you're reading your historical guidelines <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a jerk for even saying that. But uh, apparently hops were a beating to come by in Scotland, so you used just a dash of Fuggles or EKG, and that was all you got. Yeah. Shouldn't really be any hops at all. But in fresh example, you'll get some. This isn't fresh. Yeah, I was exactly. about to say. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I was about to say the that. The reason I, that these two are so similar might be just because of the length of time that yeah, they said. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And that's coming back to what I said, like, you know, just like the hop character just probably isn't going to be there with any of the beers we have today. So I think that that's caused these two to just, to just be, like, almost the same beer. I would say, ironically enough... That the winter warmer was a little sweeter. I think I would agree. The touch of spice kind of would lead you to think that way. Yeah. Which is not what you would expect. Like if you had both of these sitting side by side unopened and say, these are both five, six years old. I'd be like, oh, well, the winter warmer is going to have still some spice and the iron thistle is going to be like a sugar bomb. Right. Nope. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I can agree. I, think I agree with you. Yeah. You know what the two uh, most popular names are in Scotland? Iron and Warmer. Pete, Pete and Glenn. Oh. Uh, Glenn is a guy who died while Travis was getting hazy beer at Cool Keg. <laughs> <laughs> From so, Glenn to Glenn. For, uh, for, Glenn. for Glenn. And, and down the mountainside. Why did you send Glenn. us a picture of Glenn Beck the other day? <laughs> for Glenn. <laughs> Okay, so no, I was like Googling, like, did Glenn Beck die? No. <laughs> I was drinking a beer and I thought I'd just toast it to Glenn. 
Okay. So anyway, I, so, just like uh, I sent you a picture of John Glenn and yes. Glenn Close. <laughs> I, well, and, and Glenn Goodman. <laughs> yes, John Glenn. I understood. I had to reverse Google search uh, uh, Glenn Beck because it turns out I don't know what he looks like. I do now. You do yes. now. Yeah. yeah. All right. So poundability on Iron Thistle. Oh, nice. So what's your poundability? Nine. I, how could a beer be less than like a seven or eight pound ability unless it was molasses and it was physically difficult? Well, there's some. To, uh, no, I mean, like physically molasses. Like I keep holding the beer up to my mouth, but it won't come into it. Like it's still in the bottle. <laughs> how could it be less? As than they're a, aging, seven, they're getting easier to drink. Yes. I, if this were fresh, I would say Iron Thistle would probably be five. But this one's probably closer to a six or a seven. The spicing, the spice in the winter warmer might be a, a deterrent. Right. But not anymore. Actually, you know what? Smell your empty cup. I get raisins. <laughs> raisins. Any empty cup? Big time raisins. <laughs> oh, look at look at this. Sh- yeah, I know. Stuff oh. in my glass. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. There are no. massive chunks there. Now, which? Yeah, which I'm getting them massive too. chunks. Is that a oh, harmonious marriage of those of both yeasts? No, <laughs> that's what she said. No, mm. the, oh, oh. What is the what does the phoenix taste like? From? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, burps or it burns. Uh, all the uh, all that all that cinnamon spice um, from the winter warmer came back with a vengeance. Mm. So um, I'm going to give this a six poundability. I think I'll do a seven again. Pretty simple. So same for you. Yeah, mm. both of them remarkably similar. That that's probably been the most shocking thing so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like I'm I'm flabbergasted by how similar Ooh. those two beers are. That's better than specimen. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, Fredo, the next beer you're going to give us is it going to be exactly the same as these two? Better ten dollar word for the day? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, what's next? Well, this is going to be a very shocking turn of events, but I have brought a completely different beer than the last two exact same beers we had. <laughs> and I don't is, believe you. No, no, no. This one comes in a bigger bottle. It oh. has whiskey in it, and it's oh, called wow. the Raw Winter Warmer. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've been trying to figure out what year this is. It's still pretty old, but this could be older than the other ones. Uh, the label is stylized, but it still has the old school Longhorn cap on it. But it comes in the in the bomber format, so it can't be too old. So we're talking at least 2012, probably, because they didn't get the bombers until after Snowmageddon. Well, and it was draft. It was draft only for a while. So we're just gonna say 2012 ish. I yes. guess <laughs> if if you know what label goes with the little sepia toned cowboy man with the red label, <laughs> then you can email fratto at brewstyles.gov and <laughs> dot Netscape. let me dot, know. And dot you Netscape. can email me at fratto dot brewstyles at netscape dot navigator dot org. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to remember what my email address was. I had missed it. <laughs> I figured after spacecamp.gov then I could Space Camp. Space Camp. Space Force. Space Force. Hey, Space Camp's been mine for a long time. Okay, so this one is definitely the darkest of all of them. Like I'm barely getting any light through it. <laughs> did you get the bottom though? No, I did not. Well, close. 
Power's got the bottom. And right. it is chunky. Because mine's still the same color as the last one. I mean, mine's still chunky, but it's definitely darker than the other two. Oh, God, I'm scared. All right, this is either from 2010 or 2011, because from my year in beer blog, when I had a side-by-side comparison, one bottle has more of a white background, and, and, one of them, in color. and one of them has uh, a background more colored like yeah. this, more kind of like a tannish or beige. So the first and one didn't hold up. When it has the old cap, that would lead you to believe it has to be like 2011. Yeah. So this is an old beer, regardless. Six years. Yeah, 2012, 2011, somewhere super early. Woo. Oh, boy. Cool. I'm excited because it's the whiskey one. <laughs> Let's it drink it. I mean, smell it. What? Smell, what? I mean, look at it. That's that, a that very loud. loud drop. Yeah, it was loud. <laughs> Let's drink it. I mean, smell it. I mean, look at it. <laughs> okay. I could understand him there. <laughs> was it screaming? Make up his mind. It smells like whiskey. Shockingly, well, I was going to say, shockingly enough, it, it smells like the other two beers that we had from Ron. <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> With a hint of whiskey. Not a lot. No. But a hint of but whiskey. But what else am I going to say about this one? I haven't yeah, like said about the other two. The bourbon oak notes come through a little more because the other ones didn't have bourbon oak notes. So that is the one oh thing that stands apart. Oh, my God. Also, I don't get to really smell as much on this one because my glass is so full because it's not a 12-ounce bottle. The flavor on this was drastically different than the other two. It's, um... Hmm. Yeah, it's good. The dark fruit is so (laughs) strong, but the whiskey and the vanilla and the oak is just like a slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. The other one, well, because uh, you're right. The other ones are like, okay, well, you know, they held up admirably, I suppose, for being how old they are. This one, I can still say, this is good. I think being aged in the oak whiskey barrels kind of not only rounded it out, but gave it a, a longevity to last in the bottle. Because with anything barrel aged, you're going to get a slight bit of very small sometimes tartness because barrels are not completely sealed you're going to have some oxidation some wild well, things that are wild uh, stuff already lives in there even if it was sealed right but that's what i'm saying like okay. with anything barrel aged you're going to get some some wild funky notes sometimes you have to really search for them but they're always there this has that character for sure like the sherry notes that you get from oxidation and a little bit of, of wildness, which kind of helps to round out the sweetness you get from the vanilla, from the oak, and a little bit of the whiskey note. I think it aged pretty well, actually. I wholeheartedly agree, which is great because there was one year that did not, and I was hoping it was mm-hmm. not this one. I think we had one of those on the podcast. Did you? Yeah, we're like, this is just not good. Okay. <laughs> but I, this one is like, it's really sweet, but it's punchy. No, this worked. This this worked. Yeah, the, the wood notes are still there. The bourbon, I can still get a character of that. It's it's probably not nearly as, as uh, intense and pungent as it was when it's fresh. But those, those notes are still there. Um, a lot of the... 
a lot of the character of the original base beer, the winter warmer, like the spices and stuff, that's pretty much faded off. But uh, overall, it's not unbalanced at this point. Well, some of those spice characteristics are just going to... Sorry. Really? I was off topic with (laughs) spice characteristics (laughs) of a winter warmer. Nope. Shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. My bad. Uh, I think probably gets taken over by the barrel's own spice characteristic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. This is... It's good. Surprisingly. I do like this. I did not think it would hold up due to our past experience. (laughs) I think the the barrel character, though kind of helped it out oh absolutely yeah i do get a little bit of dark fruit notes so it has oh yeah s- some notes yeah, of sure. aging but the barrel character and the the whiskey or sorry bourbon Ooh. it it does come through and it's a positive addition it's not like oh no this is a really old bourbon beer because we've yeah. you know we've had those before it's like oh, it's just it's too it's too oxidized or it's too funky or whatever I think this maintained its its um, integrity. Yeah, through the years, still yeah. like close to the original perspective, but uh, definitely does have the aged notes that you'd expect from something like this. This is good. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of a chocolate note too as it warms up. Hmm. I'm gonna have a hard time making mine last long enough to get a chocolate note for it to warm up. <laughs> Powers, you've been pretty quiet as of late. Yeah, I've been quiet. I'm trying to. Oh, there, there you are. Yeah, it's pretty loud. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Trying to wrap my head around this one because it's done well. I can tell. I just don't think I like it as much. I don't know why. You know, you're not a fan of the uh, whiskey barrel aged. Maybe, maybe not. Which is weird because I'm a fan of whiskey. So it's it's not that that I'm just not a. It's. You know, maybe I'm just not a fan of how it's presented here. Um, you know, I think that by and large, yeah, it kind of has a lot of the same characteristics of the first one, first couple ones we had. Uh, definitely has a little bit more of that punchiness from the bourbon barrel characteristic, which you know, it's nice. It tastes less old, I think. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of mad on it. I mean, I was mad on the first bourbon barrel warmer that i had on the podcast just a few months back when we did it in december so i don't know well that one we gave a poundability of one two so <laughs> speaking of poundability i think i'd probably be around four on this one which mm-hmm. is lower than the others however of the three this is my favorite one to drink however yes I'd lower this one from a 9 to a 8 because it's really good. I don't want it to go away, but it just keeps going away. Yeah, that's a poundability of 5 for me. I'm going to... I can hit the 5 on poundability, yeah. Um, and I, I, get what, I get what you're saying, Powers. I'm, i got about six years on my pants. Yeah. <laughs> my perspective is a little tainted because... I came into this, one, knowing what it should taste like fresh, two, having very low expectations because I have had a bottle of this age yeah. that is really tanked. And right. so now I'm pleasantly surprised, and so I have kind of a, a more uh, rosy outlook on this mm-hmm. than probably I should have if I'm non-biased. But I totally get what you're saying. It's just, it, it is kind of a, a meh. Yeah. 
yeah, that one disgusting run of winter warmers may have of whiskey winter warmers may have been the best thing that ever happened to every single one afterward. Yeah, because everything else is just going to be better you go than in that. Wincing, just waiting for. Oh God, I hope it's not another like sour prunes and like batch and. Mm. and it's yeah. not. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, I'm really digging it. Yeah, I did too. It's fantastic. Oh, let's more crust on this one too. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to our next beer that Frado brought. This one, I think the most interesting, most interesting thing is the tagline that's on the label. It says, "Why have just one?" Right. Well, <laughs> because. When you're a polygamist, oh. you don't have to choose. <laughs> oh, I see what so, you did there. I think the label art is different now than the label art on this. Yes, one. yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is drastically different. Okay. Um. Also, uh, I I also have a uh, particular history with this brewery no, and my ability to pronounce it. I think the first time it was something like Waysatch. I tried saying it. Is it ah? We got that somewhere. We've always just thrown a whole bunch of names around. I don't From Wasatch, 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 Wasatch. Okay, I think it's Wasatch. Wasatch. Okay, there that's the is. one. Yeah, I think it's Wasatch. We don't know for sure, but we think it's Wasatch. Okay. Hmm. You got to put the emphasis on a syllable. Okay. Sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes you're correct. I completely Christy. understand now. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, this is back from when you had to trade for this beer in DFW. And I was going to say somehow this is a new rate for me. Yeah, I know I've had this beer. It's a twist off. You had it like one time, yeah, forever ago when we got before Untapped existed. Probably. Before Untapped existed, um, and you were trading around for this amazing beer at Utah called Polygamy Porter. And mm-hmm. now people are like, oh, Polygamy Porter, it's not very good. But, you know, we back in the day, I guess we didn't think that. Also, they had that destroyer or whatever. It had like a goat with like devil eyes on it or something. <laughs> such a such good branding for a brewery from Utah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, these are the guys who just do not give a crap. Which there used to be a rule in Utah about the uh, ABV of your beers that you could produce. Well, in Oklahoma, yeah, it similar Oklahoma. had yeah. and has a similar rule, but uh, I think I think what we discovered when we went to one of those states on a trip was that you could make and sell beer that was higher than three two. But you had to go to a liquor store to do it, right? So we well, were finding all these Oklahoma beers or what, or Kansas. Not what? Which which Kansas city has the? Is it Missouri or Kansas or both that have that law too? Missouri, Missouri, I think might have been in Missouri, and we were like, but we know there are breweries in Missouri that make well higher right. than three yeah. two. Well, it's because we had to go to the liquor store to buy. Yeah, because Boulevard beer. is Missouri, right? Yes, I think that was one of the ones we were talking about. Yeah. But this beer, the Polygamy Porter, is 4%. Yeah, and that was supposed to be a big deal. Right, yeah. At the time. Before Untapped existed. <laughs> before a milkshake was ever used to describe an IPA. Right. <laughs> before it brought all the boys to the yard. <laughs> it. Oh my gosh, look at the bottom of the bottle. There is stuff caked on it. <laughs> yeah, like hold it up towards the light and then look through the bottom. 
Yes, this if our, is bottle if our scary. listeners, if our listeners would just take their ten-year-old bottles of Bolivian Porter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it reminds me of Sam Adams Triple Buck. Exactly, uh, <laughs> just like oil caked yeah. on yeah. the bottom. So of I'll, I'll describe it for our listeners. I'm ho- holding up the bottle, which is a, a, a light brown glass, and then I held up uh, bottom end towards my face, the top end towards the light, and. I I could see a little bit of the the light brown glass in parts, and other parts were just pure opaque blackness. So there was some crap that have settled to the bottom of this bottle, and uh, has never left. Yeah, it's yeah. like pudding. Yeah, the it really is like the triple buck when somebody was like, "Oh my god, guys, come in here! You have to see this bottle. It's blue." <laughs> Because we thought it was black. Yeah. And then yeah. once all the sludge poured out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this bottle's blue. That was the Tucker house. That was the Tucker house. In our house. Uh, dining room. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this one is, uh, I would say, exquisitely clear. You know what it smells like? Every other beer we've had so far. I can't well, no. see through it. It's you can't? No. Look. Hold on. Look through mine. It's My- like... Mine looks the same. Sawyer would say balls clear. No, this for me looks drastically different. Oh, than dude, yeah. Every other beer out of that your we've glass had. and this pour, that is perfectly clear. Yeah. It is well, brilliantly Travis, clear. Travis got the last pour this time with all the crap I caked on the bottom see of the my glass. Yeah. See, because mine, it's literally that yeah. is the clearest beer I've ever seen in my life. But it's dark and ruby colored. Well, so there's this thing, uh, and it's called cold crashing. <laughs> oh, and really? I, Tell I me I about it. I did that to this beer. Whoa! For, for, for about like ten years. years. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Cold now, crashing. The smell of it is still <laughs> the same as the <laughs> other. It's got that dark fruit character. Yeah. So our our, our so here's oh, I guess our we should ale mention and our winter warmer and our low alcohol porter have all had the same aroma and the same appearance. And here's why: that smell you get when you first pull down the drop down attic door. Yeah, kind of dusty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> here's why, though. Everything that we've tasted, I guarantee you, is oxidized. Oh, because. Even though there's a a, a very tight seal around the bottle, mm-hmm. oxidation. Looking at the brown in this cap, do you think it was a very tight seal? Well, between the wax and the cap and the crimp, it seals the water from leaking out. If you were to hold it upside down for a minute, right? But if you if you were to store these upside down, I guarantee you the liquid would drip out over these time. Were all stored upright, right? And so mm. what I'm saying is the oxygen slowly. But surely, or but sherry, goes into the bottle, which gives you that sherry note, which is a lot of dark fruit, cardboard, you know, that kind of thing. Picked a hell of a week to stop sniffing glue. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is the reason all these beers smell and taste the same is because of the oxidation. They're relatively dark beers. You're right. Oxidized. Right. Dark beers that have been oxidized over years of time. Yeah. Because they describe oxidization... Whoa. Oxidation. Oxidation. Is that, mm-hmm. oxidid- is that a drop? Yeah. Well, they, yeah. They describe that as cardboard or sherry-like aromas and flavors. And sherry is a like a sweet liqueur. Is that right? It's wine that has been um, 
Kind of like a port? A port and sherry or similar? Fortified? No. Well, uh, no. Uh, okay, so... Um, well, yes. I mean, well, port's yeah. been fortified, and I guess sherry has too, right? Chris is a big port drinker. I could be wrong. I do like a good port. I've been wrong before. Well, I had a conversation with Dr. Death this week. <laughs> and you remember it? Oh, yes. my God. I remember those Very texts. vaguely. I'm scared for you. Because he likes to repurpose things <clears throat> that have been, uh, that are past their prime. Sure. <laughs> and by repurpose, I mean... Uh, I, I saw your description, yeah. Distilled? Uh, I wasn't going to say Fortify. it, but yes. Distilled. Um, <clears throat> so sherry is a distilled illegal. wine. Okay. It's what he told me. So you have a, a lot of dark fruit notes, obviously, because it's a wine. And then you distill it, and you get the essence of that wine. Yeah, this is this is like straight up just dark fruit. Yeah, it's very light bodied. Yeah, pretty. Almost thin. has that watery character. Yeah, it is. It is kind of watery. Yeah, it is. Well, and it was a four percent porter, but at the time, just the fact that it had the word porter in the title meant that we were already <laughs> inclined towards it. I except for you, a, you didn't like coffee. No, but there's nothing here except for dark fruit. And water. So I, I would say this is a poundability of like nine. Yeah. I was going to say ten, but, you know, I could go with nine. Yeah, I can agree with that, nine. <laughs> yeah. We're already at poundability because I don't really have a lot to say about this. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot going on here other than oxidation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not a fan of it as presented. I also wasn't a fan of it when I had it at the Salt Lake City airport on a layover coming back from California. I just... This, this beer well, is kind of meh. Well, doesn't so, quite do it for me. So a 4% porter, 4% porter is not going to be strong in any way whatsoever. No. Yeah. Here, here's what happened to this beer and a lot of other beers. And Strong it's the, Doc Milds. <laughs> strong. So, like, I remember trying to check off as many. He was a Star Trek Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He's Russian. <laughs> so I remember trying to Russian as many uh, beers as I could mm-hmm. on Beer Seek. Mm-hmm. And so basically the option was, okay, so I've got Bud Light, Bud Dry, Bud Ice, Bud Weiser. Okay, cool. Red Dog. Ice House. Red Dog Light. Ice House. Ice House Light. <laughs> Okay, cool. They came out with What's, an ice version of this beer and a dry version of that beer, and this that was it. So you would get like the so people now are growing up in an era where you've already had like like even the worst beer related areas have two mediocre breweries, and we're like, hey man, McKinney just opened a brewery, like. We've got to get out to McKinney. <laughs> it's an hour drive, but we'll go out there yeah. for two beers for five bucks or whatever. And so now you're like, uh, it's a porter and it's thin and it's not hopped three times. <laughs> <laughs> triple and hopped porter. It's not triple yes, hopped. Yes, that would be fantastic. No. And so, eh. you know, it's, but it, yes. it, it feels a lot different now because I'm like, oh man, like. There are so many breweries I can't even keep Standards up. Standards have changed, but it's also yeah. like eight years old. Oh right, but yeah, people, I don't, I don't people think, still poo-poo polygamy as being just a terrible beer anyway. No one. No, would I thought ever, it was. 
I thought it was a decent porter whenever I had it recently. Oh, right, but eh. would you ever trade across the country for this? No. I have that bottle because I traded beer for it. Like, this What did you a, trade? Shiner? Uh, probably <laughs> Shiner and Rar and Franconia because that's what I'm saying. I had nothing else to trade. I used if to we do were lucky, 12 for we 12. Could, yeah. If we were lucky, maybe I would get a, a, a St. Arnold beer. Right. That wasn't lawnmower. But so it's, the, just, it's a different situation now. Here's the other the flip side of that though, is the brewery still exists, which mm-hmm. means they're doing something right. Uh, it is a fine beer. There is nothing wrong with it. It is just fine and it has great branding. I rated this eight years ago <laughs> and it says bottle with big thanks to Fratto and his fam. <laughs> For some reason, I, I wrote this, this this six pack. <laughs> there it is. For some reason, I wrote giant fratto flakes of nasty in my notes. Hmm. I'm assuming this means some sediment in the pour. Easy drinking with a fair amount of grains, not bad. So the same sediment. Three point one. That's sitting there right now. Yes. <laughs> so eight years ago, it still had some sediment, and it didn't dissipate over time. That's gross. Well, let's move on. Yeah, we got a lot of more uh, interesting beers to drink. A so lot of more. Right? A lot of more. Uh. All right. So, Chicago asked, and I said, no, I don't have any of that beer at home. And so, I took it all with me. <laughs> Which I'm confused. is Where in Chicago you got this that we don't get to hear? A Benny's. Benny's? Okay. Benny's. Not Benny's. Benny's. Ben- okay. So, not like the guy on the rice thing, but... A- like, like Benny and the Jets? Not Benny and the Jets. No, it's like it's like my. I was about to do it too. Benny and the Jets. I need to put my stuff in that bin over there for storage. Gotcha. Okay. Benny's. Oh. So what are we drinking? This is Varka Nips. Um, <laughs> Nips. No. Varka. Or I, I, no, Varka? it's spelled with a W, but since it's yeah, Polish, it's, I just keep putting a V on. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably Varka. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's it's great. Warka. <laughs> well, this is Warka Premium. Warka. It's a it's a lager. All right, great. Let's see what it tastes like because we know what it looks like already. It's well, it's, a, it's an amber from it's clear. Poland. Ah, it is okay. Polish. Clear. A noble recipe Golden with amber. roasted malt gives Warka beer a rich characteristic flavor. A flavor <laughs> worth savoring. <laughs> I'm actually like, not like getting a whole lot in the aroma. Yeah, it smells like nothing. In my opinion, it smells like a uh, it smells Iron like Mexico. a slightly malty beer. Mm-hmm. Also, it tastes like a slightly malty beer. Yeah, slightly tastes- malty, but it gets that sherry character. I think that's uh, where the oxidation comes in. Ah, uh, see, I'm not getting sherry I'm here. Get, like I'm getting that kind of sweetness. Like it is sweet, it's, it's, but it's I'm not getting, a malty sweetness. I think it's more of that sherry. Corny, no, yeah, corny I was getting it's corn. Is what yeah. I was about to say. Yeah, huh. I'm getting a corny sweetness. Okay, I could buy um, that. Uh, maybe a little bit of cardboard, which is also oxidation. Yeah, right. But I don't think the sherry notes come through on this one. But I'm getting maybe, corn that, and car- cardboard and corn. I think that I was mistaking the the corn notes for the for the sherry notes. But yeah, I I, I can buy that for sure. It tastes kind of like an old lager. Oh really? Oh wow! <laughs> so odd that you would say such a thing. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to talk about Poland it, for it a minute? It tastes like a really old <laughs> Polish lager. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I have any idea what a Polish lager tastes like. Considering this is the first check-in you've had to a Polish beer. I got my, I got my connoisseur number six. Oh. That's 30 different countries. 
You're one level above me, Fratto. I also got Iron Man. I don't know what that means. (laughs) And it's not messy and sticky. It is a little sticky. You don't have to be a superhero to enjoy strong beer. Oh, that's good. Um, If there were a, a word or a beer that I would associate with being sticky, this one might I'm be. I'm erect now. This has sticky. the same feelings as that nude beer had, but that nude beer was like 20 years old. Whoa, whoa. We did not check the explicit box. Well, uh, the nude beer was sold. You couldn't lottery scratch the bra. Off but it's so it nude. Draw me like one of your French beers. <laughs> that was so. Apparently, it doesn't take very long. So we're sitting here with this nude beer, which is old enough that you keep trying to pour beer out of it because the bottle is so heavy when it's empty. Uh, you know, you go to the old Dr Pepper plant, and they say we have to have the old bottles because our bottling system will crush the new ones. That's what that thing was like. And I assumed that since that was like a 20-year-old lager, that that's where that latex taste came from. This one's only like three or four years old, and it's got really? the same latex taste. I bought this in Chicago. Three this or four tastes years like creamed corn to now, me. Now, unless... So maybe some DMS? It, well, no, it's I mean... It's corn for sure. It's corn. I don't I don't know. It's, it's not the same like cream corn you get from DMS, okay. like fresh cream corn. This is like corn that's super creamy. Like mouthfeel creamy. Okay. So it's corn, but it's <laughs> thick, milky, creamy corn. Oh, God. It's not cream corn, but it's corn that's creamy. creamy. Yeah. Tell me yeah, I'm wrong. Man. Well, I can't. Yeah, it's not cream corn. Travis, tell me I'm wrong. But it's corn that's creamy. Did you drink it? You are wrong. It tastes like Casimir's Pulaski. <laughs> Which is Pulaski was also a character on Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she was terrible though. Everybody hated Pulaski. Only season two. Data. Uh, Only season two. (laughs) She was terrible. Well, so this guy died in 1779. So maybe this is a really old beer. Yeah, I was thinking he's also possibly like the great, 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 great grandfather of Catherine Pulaski. Do I even get Potentially. a first name right? I don't even... Who was Catherine? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow, nice. look at me. I'm impressed. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, I watched Star Trek growing wow. up. <laughs> Apparently season two. I was really into <gasps> it. Yeah. <laughs> so do we have any other opinions on this beer? No, it's terrible. It, it, I just I dislike it strongly. It tastes um, different. I feel like that's the only opening another box. I get the same kind of like yes. clay notes. It's just... Uh, yeah, it's just the only good. thing that I could say Poundability of a two. <laughs> I mean... Oh. Probably a 10 for sure. I mean, it's a... The only reason I would pound that would be to get rid of it, which is what I just did. Oh, yeah, why do you think it's a 10? I'll give <laughs> it a 6. <laughs> no, six. it's like corn, liquid corn. An 8 or a 9 with incentive is a 10. And I have a feeling <laughs> the next one's going to be even worse because of two so, reasons. One, I... it's in a green bottle. <laughs> two, it has a gold foil label. Wow, that has held carbonation <laughs> very well. Cool, let's open it up. And three... Its bottle makes a can clicking sound. <laughs> Apparently, that's crazy. I'm so I can't say that I've ever had anything that's been fantastic that had a gold foil label on it. <laughs> um, Avery Maharaja. It was that silver foil. Uh-huh. It was foil, so it doesn't count. Mm. Silver foil, totally different. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's so, also called. Pheasant? It's called Golden Pheasant. This beer is produced 
in Slovakia, mm-hmm. but imported from the Slovakian Republic. Because it's also yeah. imported, and it's imported. So it is a... It's good to know that that's twice now. I've stumbled over the word imported just yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> this would appear to be brewed by Heineken Slovenska. It's a pilsner. Well, uh, what we've learned is that recently everything is brewed by Heineken. Oh, okay, good. So that that explains... All of your favorite Mexican beers... Are all brewed by Heineken? They're, they're Heineken. Oh, they're European. It's well, called Golden Pheasant. In lieu of sorry you're not being here, I'll ask. So how pheasant are these beers? Oh, God. Do they like to party or do they just like pheasant. to hang out? Well, gold is usually considered a pretty high level. You know, so funny enough, I'm already smelling it. Oh, by the way, it's, uh, it's clear and gold. Thank you. Shocking. You're a lager. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting a lot of skunk on the aroma, which is shocking to me, actually. Good. That's because that skunk is hiding under a cardboard hat. <laughs> and hiding behind a pheasant. This freaking smunk is no hell. I, I, I was expecting this to just be pure skunk. Sitting in, you know. I was too. It's slightly skunked, but not nearly what you would expect. Same here. Yeah. Now, over the last three to four years, it has been kept in relative darkness. Check pills. In the this dilapidated chilling device. Yeah, I mean, how much... Light could a corny keg let through as it's sitting behind a corny keg. Skunk and comes through more in the flavor. Skunk does dissipate over time. Okay. It's yeah. sat for yeah. a while. But once, once introduced to air, I don't know if it would. Maybe we have the reverse oxidation effect. Was that has been, you know, it's been in a, a dark place in a green bottle. So the skunk escaped where normal oxidation would be introduced. <laughs> Should have put a better lock on the cage. <laughs> that was like me in my 20s. In a, in a dark place. Oh, God. Did you escape? It's not terrible. <laughs> it's really not. It's not terrible. It's really not. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's better than the last one. I don't smell any skunk. Yeah. No, exactly. It's, it is okay. The conversation around these beers is going to be fantastic. <laughs> we're just trying to... We've got like 14 Because we're on six. <laughs> beer six. This feels like a power hour at this point. <laughs> also a victim of uh, prejudice because we, we walked into it thinking, okay, green bottle, it's old, it's got to be nasty. Yeah. Actually, not, not that bad. I don't really taste any skunk. It's Yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't be the first check pills that I would reach for. No, because but, it is just kind of straightforward. Mm-hmm. But if somebody handed it to me, I'd drink it. Yes. Yeah. I'd, I'd give this poundability of a seven, actually. What's what's a Slovakian for ten? Oh, uh, well, let me... Let me... <laughs> hey, a I drop. Just, Thank you. Speaking <laughs> of, I just, I just got crisp as day level ten. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. <laughs> racist, racist. That was not me that did that, by the way. Just so that the outtakes episode people could understand. <clears throat> See, I got to check pills How do I on tap at home. <laughs> so I have desat or desat, but it has an apostrophe after the T. I don't know. 
What is it possessive? Of? I think it might be like desats or something. Desats, like some, something weird like that. I don't know because like they, like so, like all those Baltic states have those like C endings to their last names where it's like you know like like the the guy uh, Luka Doncic or something. I don't know who, who just that is. well he just got drafted by the Mavericks. Um, I'm not allowed to watch the Mavericks because they lose when I watch. But then it turns okay. out they lose when I don't watch, too. So. Isn't Destot the yeah. main character in Interview with a Vampire? No, that's L with a L, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Lestat. Ah. So Destot yeah. is the uh, the his, cousin. His twin. Oh, yeah. His <laughs> he, had his, he had his canines pulled out when he was youth. So he's, His alcoholic twin. He's the black. This is going to be Destot. Oh, actually, we can, uh, let's see. Have the lady say it for us. Siri. Oh, wait. I can't hear that. Yeah, turn your volume up. I know. Dissat. Oh, so Dill has a Dill sound. Duchesse de Bourgogne. Whoa, come on. Dissat. That's how you say, uh, how how many poundings. Speaking of which. I have bondability writing. (laughs) Is it Dissat? I thought we all did that already. For this one? Yeah. It's what, we it's what we've been That's talking about. That's why we're looking up the letter 10. The number 10? Ooh. Way to be so behind, Travis. <laughs> he said letter 10. Let it be known. <laughs> so here is a... Letter it be known? Sesame Street. Here's how many poundings. Brought to you by the letter 10. That's how many poundings. <laughs> uh, I, what? I think I said... I, I'll say seven. Eight. Eight. I'll go eight. Eight. I agree cool. with this one. Yeah. I did mine already. It's, Frado did his it's already. Nice. So it's, yeah. It's just you know what? Let's move on bills. to the next beer. Nice graininess there. Yeah. Uh, are we still yeah. on the tasting part? Or are we just? Yeah, I was about to say like we're yeah. way past that. I'm leaving. Uh, <laughs> Frado left. <laughs> Have we announced? He walked the out yet? of the yes. <sighs> Welcome to Bruce Styles. <laughs> All right. So these next two beers are in cans, and they're both lagers, and I assume they're both light. Both of these beers were purchased by a man named Michael Flug, and they have both been sitting in my refrigerator since. Really? <laughs> yes. Uh, they've both been sitting in the fridge since he moved out of my house, which I don't know how long ago it was. I know he got married about that five years ago. pre-Sircar living in your house. Pre-Sircar, yeah. Oh, my God. Goodness. So we're talking Words. six, seven years ago. Yeah, at least. He moved out whenever uh, he started teaching. Why ever just drink these beers? Uh, beer 30 came in 30 packs. Well, we're not, oh, beer 30. We're not, not, at, we're not oh, I'm we're sorry. Not simpler it. Times came in a 30-pack. So, <laughs> Did it? So, Simpler Times Pilsner, not Simpler Times Lager. Two I'm different saying, beers. They are, According apparently. to Untapped. I've never had the lager, so I can't Is speak to it. Is this like a... Uh, Trader Joe's beer? Uh, was this? this was uh, no. that Cooper Texaco that they didn't use to card us at <laughs> until Texaco bought it. You know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah right the one right across Taco from, the, from the, the game shop? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't ever use to card us. Minhas Brewery. Oh. Yeah. And then they then Texaco bought Mine. it and they started... They started Minhast. carding us. Minhast Mesh. Monroe <laughs> was canceled. So, uh, since was we have too many beers from my fridge, and this episode is already far too long, and it sucks, um, <laughs> yep. this beer smells kind of weedy, even though I'm sure there's not a single grain of wheat in it. It is very clear, it's corny. and the head is very big. This episode corny. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And then, uh, I don't know, let me see what it tastes like. <laughs> Um, 
Oh, there's the corn. Pounded <laughs> the whole thing, yeah. All right, so uh, poundability of 10. All right, Travis, what do you think? Uh, Same well, thing, got to pound it, too. I, w- I would say the appearance on this is quite quite apparent and it's it's apparent the appearance is the parent it's got okay. nice uh, the appearance is visible nice color to it with um i can see uh, this I, I would say a multitude of hues and God. oh crap i'm running out of time there it is you didn't finish it all there's still, oh, there you go all right poundability of <laughs> there we go. Sample. Accountability <laughs> <laughs> of. Uh, it is golden. It is very clear. It smells of corn. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. It 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 is very corny and sweet. So I would say poundability of uh, five. All right, my turn. It tastes like beer. Corny, sure, whatever. Uh, poundability, <laughs> uh, six. And we're done. Six? Why not? Wow. All right. no, I'm going to be honest. Like, Other than like the slight corny sweetness, it doesn't do anything for me. All right, so this is Beer 30, not Beer 30 Ice, but Beer 30 Light. <laughs> Y'all are lucky. I think I have a tall boy of Beer 30 Ice at the house. I just forgot to get it. Danny Rowland, that's for you. Um. Yeah, so everyone should know that since it's called Beer 30, we have 30 seconds to talk about our thoughts, and that's it. Now, the problem with Beer 30 is I'm pretty sure Beer 30 thinks that it's about 4.55, but they're incorrect. It's 5.12. So, well, it looks like a lager. The head's bigger than a simpler. I just heard a bunch of numbers. A simpler? Yeah, check out the zero on on the 30 for beer 30. It thinks it's about 455. It's 512, though, so that beer is incorrect. Yeah, this is true. Smells like nothing. (laughs) This is way sweeter. (laughs) Did you hear me slip on the phone? I heard that. Uh, This is... This is way sweeter than the other one. Not as much corn, but a lot more bubble gum. I can't find. Is that that whiskey making me taste bubble gum? I find beer thirty ice on untapped. I see beer thirty light. Yeah, that is beer thirty light. It is beer thirty light. Beer thirty light. Yeah, I just checked into it. Looking on the the list. It's light, not ice. It's very watery, very sweet. Uh, You know what? It almost tastes like a cider. Oh. Yes, no, no, you're not wrong. There's a lot of green apple. You're not there. wrong, Sawyer. It's, yes. <laughs> Sawyer, what? Right, because I can't tell Sawyer he's wrong. Oh, no, no. See, no. when I listen to this podcast, I Sawyer, listen to it on double time, hears. so that always sounds Snap, like a It does sp- smell like cider. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a straight up cider. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is super green apple and just cidery and, and like uh, artificial sweetener. Yeah, this this is a cider. It's not a lager. <laughs> what the heck happened to this beer? They're marketing it incorrectly. Premium oh, cider. flavor doesn't have it. Premium no. cider. Oh, yes. no. It has a picture of mountains on the can. Uh, do they grow apples up there? I don't know. 
So, like, instead of talking about this beer, I'm going to tell you all a story. Um, <laughs> you have 30, 30 seconds. seconds. I like yes, stories. Yes, exactly. So, um, I've been at my new store for about two weeks. And so, one of my assistant managers, he works the overnights on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And so, I'm in there uh, after his shifts because I'm working the morning shift. And he's there. As his shift's ending, it becomes 7 o'clock. And that's when alcohol sales are allowed to start. So, uh, he will every day, every day, he has an alarm set on his phone because he likes to yell this in front of the entire store. Uh, at 7 o'clock, he'll be like, what time is it, Powers? It's and I'm like, for the story to end because you had 30 seconds. And I'm like, what time is it, Henry? He's got nine. It's beers! 30! Woo! So, yeah, that's it. Four. Did you tell him that it's beer 30 light? <laughs> sure. No, I already timed it, Travis. Your timer is slow. Oh, Did you tell crap. him that beer 30 is 4.55? Mm. Apparently it's a shame. I'll let him know beers. that now. All right, so here's my 30-second review. I have Natty Ice, I think. No. Beer 30 Ice in a hot, a sauce, hot bottle. sauce bottle yes. at my house. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> Danny Rowland. Poundability of 10. <laughs> cool, what's next? And you are welcome. So you're a retardant. Whoa! <laughs> are we allowed to say that? Animosity I didn't say that. I did not say that. Um. Well, you could be flame retardant. Now, oh, these two beers because we were moving back to the Bennies in Chicago and away from what Flug left at my house when he moved out in the early 2000s <coughs> are called. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so this is. Joyette's. Yeah, beer. sure. It's called Joyette's beer. It, this is also Polish. So, uh, yeah. Apparently, a lot of the things I bought in Chicago were Polish. This will make the second Polish beer, and there is a third one coming up momentarily. Uh, well. The head's not as big as if it was a beer 30, but it's not a beer 30, thank God. The alcohol is higher. Smells like it's got more caramel malts in it, crystal malts for those of you that supposedly wash your hands. Would all firefighters be classified as Polish? Oh, God. (laughs) Only when they ride the pole. You know what really makes me angry about... No, this this is extra caramely. Uh, no. Okay, so all right. So I spent I spent the last. <laughs> he said no. He told you no. <laughs> I spent the last minute or so looking on Untapped under the flavor profile for the word butter. It does not exist. Because but I could shouldn't. Fi- well, no. It, it, I don't want. They don't claim good lines. or bad. They just claim flavor. Oh, okay. Touche. However, I could find diacetyl, so I clicked diacetyl. This is super buttery to me. I disagree. If by butter you mean caramel, then yes. Are we drinking the same beer? Uh, well, no, because mine's gone and yours is Vychik or whatever. Zywitch. Frühling stark hier. Z Y W I E C. Zywitz. Heineken, Poland. Yeah, it's Polish. Either way, no, it's straight up freaking butter. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Let me start over. Let me have my 30 seconds again. Look at this cup. <laughs> what cup? What do you think was in here? Butter? No. no. I don't know. It was not the same beer you were drinking. Oh. <laughs> what were you drinking? 
probably like Clone Wars. Pl- Clone Wars, yeah. Oh, that so you went, back, heavy. you went back outside and you got more of my homebrew. Yeah, okay. that explains the heavy use the of caramel Jack malts. IPA? All right. Yeah. I was really shocked when this was so caramely. I was about to say, like, right. what are you talking like, about, wow, Fredo? Smells of the wrong glass. Smells a little toasted. <laughs> <laughs> to be no, fair, you this, put, this is very light. You and... put pop screens on here, and the pop screen hid my tiny tasting glass. No. <laughs> my oh, liquor! Yes, I do smell some off smellings. No, I'm this not, is straight I, up butter. I'm not going to say super butter. This isn't as bad as that uh, new... I'm not um, going to say super butter either, but the butter's there. It's, it's there, but it's not as bad as that uh, new Revolver Long Range Pills, which I remember just being an absolute butter bomb. On Untapped, hey. I said light, sweet, diacetyl. Yeah, I'd agree. I didn't say anything because I didn't check into it yet. I am about to. All right, Travis. Or well, did I? In the lieu no, of I did. alliteration, then I think we should say... Bombastic bitter bomb, bombastic bitter bomb, bombastic bitter bomb, bombastic okay. bitter bomb, bombastic butter bomb, bombastic butter bomb. Yeah. Okay. There so Travis agrees. Diacetyl. Butter. Oh, butter. That's all I got. Sorry. All right. What's our poundability? Uh, nine. Oh. I had to three. drop it to a nine. Three. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd say three. It's just, it's not good at all. Not Granted, I also have a, a more negative view of it than I should Five. because I pounded a pretty good pale ale. <laughs> I go to a- <laughs> and, and thought that it was this. I'll go to a five. Pleasantly surprised. <clears throat> no, yeah. three. Ooh, two. Ooh. I'm going to change this uh, to two. Ooh. See, the problem, see, accountability should not be affected by the burps that follow. Not even the burps are pleasant. <laughs> and well, and, that's, and they are not. Thank you, Chrissy. They are not. You know, so, my wife sometimes she knows she's God, talking about when it comes to beer. So now, moving on from that terrible butter bomb from this porter. Oh, great. <laughs> Same brewery, though. <laughs> Same brewery. Yes. But now it's a porter. So, uh. Jovietz. I will never remember that. I have to keep the translate thing open. This has so much head on it that Travis is going to laugh at my sounds again. It smells a lot like the polygamy porter did. <laughs> Sorry, what did you get? I had a two-inch head. Ooh, well, uh, uh, mine's not two inches, about but an no. inch and a quarter might be there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It, if give it about an inch and a half. I'm sure Do Courtney you think still each of you? my fingers are exactly an inch? <laughs> well then, actually, I appreciate the porter a lot more. Than the last one. You do? So should I not just go ahead and drink this one all at once? <clears throat> I, there's some, some malty... Because I do smell some... There's some malty chocolate and coffee notes. Yeah, I was going to say like bitter cocoa and... Yeah, like, like bacon, for sure. Yeah, bacon Baker's, chocolate. Baker's chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of coffee. Well, I'll take uh, a gingerly little sip on yeah. it. Oh, you know what? It's this is bad. outshining polygamy quarter. <laughs> yeah, no, this is I, so actually, much better than that one. I would agree one. with that, too. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. But um, what we this, have here, what's this the alcohol? Zimich uh, Zimich. Porter. Zimich Porter is... <laughs> it's 9.5% alcohol. So there you go. Really? So, yeah. I'm not getting any heat, though. I yeah, no, neither that, am I. I wouldn't Here's get the thing. 9%? But that backs you 9.5. Oh, my God. I got more heat in all... 
of the raw beers. Yes. Which were all less than that except for the whiskey. Yeah. Well. Wait, is the whiskey? It? I don't, I don't think know. it was more than nine. But the others I might be are, wrong. The others are like Either eight. way, this is way smoother than all the raw beers. That is surprising as hell. This is a three to four year old beer. Those are all. It's also nine percent. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say those are all much older and of lower alcohol content. I get some smoke character in this one. I do too. <sighs> I mean, now that you say it, maybe, yeah. but I, I don't pick it up. It's really milky. It's you know what? It's the body. The body makes all the difference to this. I'm yep. not sure it even tastes any better than polygamy porter, but the body makes. It I feel think like it tastes it does. better. I, th- I I do think it tastes better. The body. Oh, Travis, 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 Travis. Travis. No. Well, uh oh. Well, apparently my thirty seconds are up. Travis, why do you hate this beer? Why do you hate the Polish? <laughs> He's I'm German. <laughs> Poland. It's the first group that they conquered and invaded. Yeah, God, those Germans are awful. Who else is a German percent? Polans hate the Polish. (laughs) I didn't say that, but I did say percent instead of decent, so you should go ahead. Poland Poland hates (laughs) the Polish. (laughs) Edit that out. Along with Power's inappropriate comments. Oh my God. (laughs) The more I drink it, the more dark fruit I get. However, the the body. Let me finish. Whoa, the body and everything I think is better than the polygamy porter. Just the flavor. There's more. There's I like more it flavor. There's more everything. Travis changed my mind. I like the lighter version of this one much better than I do the darker one. Whoa, that is way off base from any yeah, of us. So rather than the porter, you well. liked the premium yeah. beer. This one, it, it's it's unsettling. Mm. Unsettling in what way? This is interesting, actually, because you are the only one who's saying this. Yeah. I get some metallic notes. I get some like uh, some. I wouldn't say sour grain, but it's edging on that. I I understand the metallic note I thing too. you're saying. I don't However, sour at all? Do no, you? I no, I don't. I don't get sour. I think this is better than the letter version. Yeah, I completely agree with that because the lighter version was just like eh it's a check pills it's eh, it's okay it's fine there's nothing wrong with it it just kind of is what it is this one it has the roasty notes that you're expecting it has maybe a slight dark fruit you know being the bottle has been sitting in Fredo's fridge for X number of years three to four this is a Chicago Three to four yeah. years ago. So you, you're going to expect some sherry notes, maybe. I The more this I, goes, the more I'm getting like milk chocolate, like chocolate yeah. milk. This is a lot better porter than the other one was a Czech Pills. I'm glad Sample talked a little bit of trash and that I didn't pound it from the get-go. <laughs> trash? On this one? Well, I mean, just like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't smell what you're smelling. That situation. Yeah. Trash towards me, not the beer. I'm, I'm not getting smoke. I, I still get a little bit of that. I wouldn't call it smoke, but when he says... <laughs> usually when he says smoke, I feel beef. And so I've learned to I'm interpret not, his smoke Yeah, but I'm not getting beef. either. I do. Not a lot. <laughs> I stand by that comment. 
And so I would agree with him on that one. On my own uh, perception. Out of the two, perception. I prefer this one. See, I didn't get the super butter bomb that y'all did. I did. It was straight up Because the drop butter. I played was fantastic, or bombastic bitter bomb, not bombastic oh. butter bomb. But so that you one were, I you got bombastic butter bomb. You interpret it as yeah. you will. That's what oh, I yeah. thought too, yeah. Uh, it was straight up butter. I don't think I've ever been really susceptible to diacetyl. That's the one thing that I don't think I pick up much on. I think I've been extra. I'm I'm pretty susceptible to it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I got straight up butter. Like I literally before we even started talking about that beer, I'm on untapped searching for butter and it's not an option. Butter is not an option. With your beer sommelier Cicerone training, you should know. <laughs> None of those are correct. <laughs> So that being said, I will I will you know default to my brothers that maybe pick you it up should. more than I do, and that's that's one thing about being a, B, a BGCP judge is that, is that sometimes there are some things that you don't pick up that maybe the guy sitting across from you does. I get that, but you're not if, supposed to look at his judging sheet. Are well, you? no, but, well, but in the discussion, there's a yeah, because he's like, dude, I just get all butter, and then I'm sitting here thinking, well, I don't get any butter at all. Yeah, because Travis, knowing that he's not susceptible to diacetyl, he has to defer oh, yeah. maybe to the other. Yeah, but here's so what I'm like saying: when I'm not good at math, and at I know least I'm not, I look over at the other guy because I know he is at least two out of the four of us. Because Fredo, you and I both got butter. Oh, yeah. Oh. I didn't get as much as you guys did. I can agree, though, with the sentiment. So two and a half yeah. out of yeah. four of us said butter. That's more than half. <laughs> it is. So at some point... Powers, you're the swing vote. Boo, Switzerland, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally neutral. I will but cast half point, a vote at each way. At some point, if you have... Even if it was just two of us, that's half. Yeah. yeah. Half of us got butter. So you can't dismiss it. If it was just me it out of the four, like butter in a bottle. Yeah. Hmm. So that's what I'm saying. If it was just me out of the four of us, then it could be dismissible. Who knows? Yeah. You you, you, but, you have to understand. I'm probably also on Travis's uh, range of the spectrum because the only beer that I've ever like on my own gotten butter from is the revolver long range pills and so like and that was as soon which as I, I handed it which i didn't the second time i had it the first yeah, time i did the exactly second time i did not. well yeah because the first time i had i handed it to fratto and i was just like hey what do you get from this and he's like oh that's straight butter and i'm like okay good <laughs> like fratto that was a big texas still gets butter from everything legal draft does. legal draft <laughs> no only most things now Oh, okay. Okay, so I went there the ah. other day, and while they totally poured every beer incorrectly, <laughs> I mean, like, like laughably bad. Like the blonde had a stout in that slot. Like it was bad. Master the surge pour. Laughably bad. There, whoever was pouring had absolutely no idea what they were doing. But the so butter I notes. About the last person I had at a uh, uh, Torchies. Yeah. Totally wrong. The the butter notes in the in the amber were gone. The blonde was still a little buttery, but the amber was just gone. It wasn't there. So I was like, oh, good for them. Yeah. Poundability? Uh, four? I agree with that four. It's kind of rich. Yeah. Oh, no, ten. <laughs> always. Not always. I'm not Eddie. Uh, four seems about right. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> like I said, always. I'm okay. All right, let's move on. What's next? All right. So, remaining in Chicago, we have something from France, I think. You think? Well, if I can get a better look at the bottle. I the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. But with the boysenberries taste like boysenberries. I, I was going to tell you if I could read the label, I could tell you, but I can't read the. Label. I can't read either. It's like boysenair. Let me see. Bo- Bo- Signe Bo- butterfly. Walk, walk, walk. Twenty-five cents. Melure avant. Hot. Um. Oh no, they've got a bottle marker on here. So this was <laughs> bottled in Marks of twenty sixteen. Oh, wow. That's actually less than I expected. Fairly recent. So maybe this isn't from Chicago. Maybe I was wrong. I don't know. There's some stuff in my fridge, and here it is. This is about two and a half years old. Actually, two and a half fits it. Kind of. That the city of Richardson, thank you. <laughs> yeah, might be. Oh. So, we'll Hold on a second. What? Let me see that. It says, Okay. Because <laughs> I just tasted it. I'm trying to check in on I tap. I don't know. What, <laughs> but I might be. See, this I, is how I much might be a I little bit left. out of out of uh, turn here. But I tasted it. Oh my oh. gosh! You're very out of turn. But I don't know I if this ta- is French or Belgian. The whole thing is in French. There's no. However, there's no barcode. You can't scan it. Is it French or Belgian? Because there's a lot of Belgian that speaks French, right? Am I right on that? Or am I making tasting it? Up? it I would say Belgium. Okay. That's what I was wondering. It's, okay, so the, the label is spelled B-O-I, and then for some reason, uh, sideways, S-S. Yeah, and the R-I-E at the very o- end is... N-N-E. Boisette. No, the R-I-E is part of it. The R-I-E is part of it, even though it's totally sideways and perpendicular to the rest of it. O N. Hold on. B O I S S O N N N N E R I E R I E and it's the Expenses. Generale. No, that's the whole brewery. Is Boysenberry General? Is the whole brewery Boysenberry Generale? I think the beer is just and the this blonde. Biere Blonde. Yeah, so I think it's when you're looking it up, it's just blonde. I think right. So, uh, Untapped says 5%. Untapped also says, Fraiche légèrement l'ouverrier et une tourmure marquis et cuidure pas mauvais. There's an exclamation point in the so middle. So, essentially, of the 2016. Yeah. Even if, if Marks, Mox, M A K S, is March. Which is my or general May, assumption. Either way, about two and a half ish years old. Early 2016. I get an extremely Belgian. Well, dare dare I say horse blanket? I like that term and hate that term at the same time. Hey, look at my cup and let me pour some of that. <laughs> <laughs> It is a lot more yes. wild. No, 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 no. Okay. It's a lot more wild than I anticipated. Right. So, hold on. The bottle didn't tell us anything because we don't speak French. But did Untapped tell us anything about where it's from? 
Malted and it tasted like Christmas and Hobby Lobby in my mouth? No, probably not. I don't think the French are real big on Hobby Lobby. They call it Hobby Lobby. Anyway. It is, I would say, extremely floral and a slight hint of horse blanket and maybe lightly floral, spicy, or herbal. No. Yeah, a horse blanket's one of those things that I floral and horse blanket. And I guess I, I guess I just said it. I, um, I love it and hate it, but horse blanket evokes a lot of things. This is an interesting, like Saison character to it. There you go. Yeah, Which, and that's exactly. the, the whole horse yeah. blanket thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it does like come it. back to some wild elements. Yeah, it's wild. It's a very floral, wild Get note. Get Chrissy in here. Ask her what her horses smell like. They're probably I, all I different. I could tell right? you right now exactly what the horses smell like. But does each horse have the same smell from the same barn? Did she when she changed from the Mansfield guy down the road? Did it smell yes. the same as the other one? Yes, because it tastes like it smells like manure and hay. Okay, well I unlocked a sausage. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay, well it's official. I'm calling Ashley at the end of this. Uh, a soccer. <laughs> I unlocked sausage. a soccer. <laughs> soccer match. <laughs> because it's French and it's football. Yeah, it's football. Okay, is it French? That's what I've been trying to figure out this whole time. Is it French or Belgian? No, it's yes. French. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's all kind of eh. Well, they're, because isn't Belgium the comp- country that has like four languages that they... Uh, Either way, this is French. Um, comes after you swallow. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, this, this whole... Oh, no, you're right. This is very... Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Fredo. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> not only can I not. I tell can't wait you to get a wrong. big long sausage in me. It's gonna be great. There you go. Not only can I not tell you you're wrong because <laughs> it's your opinion, but I can't tell you you're wrong because you're right. This is extremely horse blankety. Yeah. So do we know what the style was? Was it like a saison? It says blonde. blonde. It's supposed to be a blonde, but it's basically a saison. But it's a French blonde, a Belgian blonde. And I get well. well uh, yeah, Untapped says blonde ale, and blonde ale evokes American. Uh, well, it light. says blonde ale, and also <laughs> explicitly says a a Belgian or and or French brewery. Right. So I. Uh, but don't most of them get all nitpicky and call it a Belgian blonde or something at that point? This you beer has six ratings on Untapped. Six. That's we're period. Yes. There's no way. Six that's period. True. We're four of them. Yeah, like we are at least two of them. Oh no, you're right. Okay, so it blonde. Has, at this point, blonde. Yes, I have two friends. Friends have two ratings. Everyone six ratings on. That's crazy. Wow. This Where is, did you buy this, Fredo? Yeah. Benny's in Chicago, <laughs> I think. Maybe think? I was wrong. I'm telling you, we, the whole shopping cart. You was had wrong. a straight up, like, single purchase beer. What the hell? I, 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 maybe Danny sent me this. I don't know. You know, I don't hate this. No. No. It's not terrible. <laughs> no, this is it's, actually pretty good. I actually yes. like yeah. it. Really it's extremely there. Belgian and very horse blanket. <laughs> Which you would expect from a, a you know a Belgian saison, Belgian saison, Belgian blonde, or something like that. Like maybe not so much the horse that? blanket, but yeah. Well, not so much the blonde. Yeah. Scroll down. It's just but yeah. This Either is, way, this is right. Like this is what I would uh, want if I wanted a saison. That's weird. 
for it's, me, it, it's not as peppery as you might like. Yeah. So for saison, for me, I like more black pepper. Yeah. Yeah. But the. <laughs> You gotta get that. You gotta get that white labs blend one. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. so Frado agrees. However, it's black. As, as a generic Belgian saison, this is probably this is one good. of the best examples that I've had. Yeah, this is solid for a French saison. Oh yeah, well no, you expect more black pepper out. Yes, of. this is good. I like. <laughs> what is what is that, Travis? <laughs> it doesn't work. It does work. I will tell you this. We are the only untapped check-ins of 2018. Whoa. There's a December 15. You know what? Uh, after, after Two 16s, a handful of 17s, and then it's us. After drinking it again, I get a pretty strong lemongrass note. Mmm. Mm. Maybe it says lemongrass on the bottle and we just don't know it. Huh? Do you get that too? Passion fruit. I, I no, but I do get. I, I think I could veer in your direction. Try I don't think I ever it. said. Oh, do you get lemongrass at all? Yeah, I I would agree with that. It's um, I'm, if it, it has elements of a saison, but also it's it's fairly light. Um, I'm I'm really surprised why this doesn't have more chickens on. Untapped. Yeah, this is good. I'm stuck I, on this. <laughs> so why I'm thinking, where the hell did you get this bottle from? <laughs> like I said, I'm I'm almost sure that I got it at the Benny's in Chicago. Now there's a chance that that's not true. <laughs> Benny, Benny and the Jets. Well, no, not Benny and the Jets. Benny's in Chicago. If I had to there's limit this, cilantro this beer, wet spinach cilantro. Kind of thing at what end. at the very very no. end. Uh, coriander may be a better word no, for it. No, neither of those. This cilantro may be. The, coriander, no. No, It's not right in there. There's like a spice with like a wet green at the Dingle end. Dingleberry. Oh, green. <laughs> Dingleberries are <laughs> theoretically not green. I would say All if I had to limit this beer to two flavor profiles, it would be horse blanket and lemongrass. And that's uh, it. Like... If, Okay, like I, mean, I would, I would fight that to the grave. If you force me to put it to two flavor profiles, I would not include my no. wet spinach and coriander. But lemongrass. But and, if you and didn't put me on a limit of two, then yes, I, it's a poundability yes, eight for me. I like this. I'd, I'd say seven. I yeah. like it too. I don't know where we find this beer. Oh my god! Apparently, the probably, only people that probably ever can't. Tried yeah. It. So your insane. poundability would be what? Ten. <laughs> It's it's good. <laughs> like everything else, Travis. Poundability at ten. Yeah, oh, this is okay. a beautiful situation <laughs> in all ways. You know it what? It is. I I'm sad that we only. Have one, I know, and we'll never bottle. find it again. Never, probably never. This oh. looks like a at home inkjet crappy printed on construction paper label. There's no barcode, like and that's that, what sticks out to me. That ended up somewhere. There's no barcode. It ended up in America, in I mean, Texas. There are rarely on a our bottle. table. That comes across our table that has no barcode. That has no barcode. The last no barcode thing I had was a Cunahan beer. Cunahan? Yeah. From? Do you remember Cunahan? Uh, they did like the little, the little short bottles. The bottles with the hand-printed labels. Mm-hmm. Hand-printed, machine print, whatever. Yeah. But no, 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 no. I'm sure I'm about Yeah. Like the, the eight-ounce bottles. those labels away on that beer group. Somebody came in specifically for So, that yeah. One. The fact that it's no barcode, that, that stands out it's immediately. 
It does say something. It was good. But there it is. It was great. I would say that is the best beer we've had all day. Oh, I, yeah. And I it agree. probably... We it could stand up to that too for the rest of the day. So. I dare Fratto to produce something from his fridge, the dilapidated cooling device <laughs> that is better than that. Wow! What? Look at your head on that. What you know BJCP what? category would you enter that in? Belgian uh, blonde, Belgian single, uh, ankle, saison. Uh, it could do well. I would Saison, say saison for sure. I know there's no ankle category. That's why I said it. Yes, there is. There is. Did they yes. do it? Did they finally do it? There's a Belgian single ankle Good for them. Oh, yeah. But I would say saison for that one for sure. No, yeah. Yeah. It's, yes. It's, it's, there's it's, too much horse blanket there. It would rock. to not be. Say that's a beautiful beer. Say uh, That's oh. an amazing beer. And all the carbonation. Oh my god! Good for the French. That lady that doesn't like it when you burp in the mic is gonna. Yeah, be if really someone angry. was like, "Hey, we gotta go pound this," I'd be like, "Well, we're gonna be here for a little while." <laughs> so even after the draft this. went for about 30, 45 <laughs> seconds, this beer was produced verifiably in. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> In um, March or April of 2010. Oh. Verifiably. There's no label whatsoever on this. Because this is a uh, fragile number four. Who else needs this? Anybody? No. Is that number six? I mean, shoot it over here for, like, some (sighs) top-ups. I always Uh, get four and six flipped. That's because those are the two good ones. Yeah. Well, Throttle like Ashley six. said, like I Throttle I'm, Body was fantastic. She's like, you've brewed a couple big beers that are good, but all your tiny beers are really good. Why is that? And I was like, I don't know. Because <laughs> you like drinkable, poundable beers. Yeah, just dump it. So there's that's what she said. So this is uh, my coffee lager, which is a Baltic porter, technically, but nobody cares about that because <sighs> there's like a half a pot of coffee in every step. Well. Okay, so uh, Throttle Body, which is Fredo 6, yeah. is similar. It is. The grain bills are, I think you're going to have an uh, iron thistle to win a warmer situation between the two. Okay. Well, how's the, what's the difference between 4 and 6, then? Um, 4 is has more coffee than beer in it. That's an exaggeration, but 4 has coffee in it. A beer lot of coffee. It. Yeah. Uh, four has a lot of coffee. Uh, four is a Bavarian lager strain. Uh, its alcohol is not as high. I don't remember what it is, and I don't really care until somebody untaps it. Um, I don't remember the grain bills because it's been a long time since I brewed either one of these. Like I said, the brew date on this, because this is original, because Travis marked the cap on this, which means this the first time this was drank was May of 2010, which means since I lagered it, I probably brewed it in April. So the difference is, I mean, the the grain bills are going to be similar. It's going to be two-row with some Baird's chocolate and some medium to heavy crystal to caramel malts. Um, the main difference is going to be that, that four has coffee in it and a Bavarian lager strain. It was fermented at as stupid low a temperature as I could make it. And that uh, that that particular lager yeast tends to hold up. It doesn't like to ferment for like a week, which is really angering. Um, whereas six is much higher alcohol. It's an ale. There's nothing added to it in any way, shape, or form. But also, you did the lager strain before you had lagering. 
capabilities. First check-in on this is one true? on Untapped is uh, in... All right, so uh, Frado checked in on this November 26, 2013. That was the first time he checked in this on five, Untapped. Five years ago. So it may I have been did, around before Untapped. I went to my Facebook and I looked at my uploads because I used to take pictures of my beer. Because your first beer was like in 06, 05. I mean... Something like that. This is this is number four. So I, I don't think that you would take six years to go between no. batch one and batch four. So probably you've made this once before and then again. I've made this one three or four times. For uh, untapped purposes. Because, yes. It, okay. So uh, for. I scroll all the way back for untapped. And yeah, 2013. So for, for untapped purposes, uh, it's a Baltic Porter 5.9% ABV. And twenty nine IBU. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Brutoad. <laughs> so it's extremely, extremely dark. Mm-hmm. Holding it up to the light, I get a, a very small, tiny ruby highlight. Just one. Just a single highlight. The smell is extremely dark fruit. Plum. I agree. Dark fruit uh, plum. Fig. Dare I say, this is basically a um, winter warmer aged many years. Well, I mean... You're not wrong. Look at the time. <laughs> look, so look at the time frame of it. Like the, how, did you, how did the beer 30 can jump? There are several characteristics that are, that are matching what you're looking for. Like yes. the dark fruit notes, uh, which we have identified as... Sherry and oxidation. It's everything the RAR was without the spice and cinnamon. Yes. Mm. So look at the time frame of it. It's 2010. Oh, exactly. That's going to be what happens. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. Right. Well, no, right. And so the first, if I'm remembering right, RAR whiskey winter warmer was like seven or eight, which means at this point I'm really feeling... A raw whiskey warmer. Nothing has really rivaled that yet. The beer scene in DFW is non-existent except for raw and Franconia, and I want to make something comparable in that level. This is going to be it, right? <sighs> Until you made the Frato Six, this is probably your best beer. I would agree with that. Yeah. So Six was the. <laughs> Throttle body, right? Which is like the nine coffee lager, real no, thick, real heavy. Just, if there was coffee in that, it was all malt. Because you had six and you had six A, which were two very different beers. Remember <laughs> that one? Uh, yeah, you're uh-huh. right. Six was terrible. <laughs> six was like three percent alcohol with all the hops and additions of a nine percent beer. <laughs> oh, I will say that when I rated this beer was in 2014. So in over eight years of time, the coffee has gone away completely. Oh, yeah. 2014, <laughs> that's four years ago. That's four years, yeah. Right, but this is a first... I only bottled one of these. This well, is what, what I was going to say. Sure 2010 batch. What I was going to say was in 2014, I gave this a four out of five bottle caps. Okay. For a... Baltic Porter. Okay. 
today, I might lower that to three and a half. You insert curse words. <laughs> oh no! It turns out because you're now you're a BJCP beer. judge and you know what a Baltic Porter is supposed yes. to be, and you're judging I, my coffee beer I, by Baltic <laughs> Porter standards. Well, you entered it as such. Because which coffee lager was not an example. If there's anything I've learned in the whole process was you have to enter your beer correctly. You have to enter it as what you brewed, not what you as intended to brew. Okay, see you later. <laughs> so just out of that curiosity, because, I mean, who cares that you devalued I, my beer because I don't. I, I care. Oh, no, I'm just saying I don't care that you devalued the beer. Like, okay, whatever. fair enough. It's, it's, it's eight, eight and a half years old. Years old. I'm <laughs> not really that angry about it. Um, <laughs> what would you have entered this as? It is a lager yeast. It is high alcohol. It is very clean in a yeast profile situation. The coffee's gone, but say the coffee was still there. So I enter this as a Baltic porter with coffee. What do you do to that in your BJCP situation? Mix the coffee. Mix the coffee. Even with the coffee. Oh, okay. So don't brew it with coffee. No. If you were to enter this beer as it is. Oh, not as it is. That's what I'm saying. Who puts an eight and a half year... Dr. Death. Who else wants? <laughs> Anybody who who wants to, you know, place or win an award, just like I said before, if there's one thing, if I were to narrow it down to one, th- I learned a lot in the BJCP class. Right. There's one thing I learned in that class is enter what you brew, not what you intended to brew. So at eight you might have included old, coffee in this. So at eight and a half years old, with little to no coffee left, you'd still enter it as a Baltic Baltic Porter, okay? Because of the fruit. Yeah, Baltic Porter is supposed to have some kind of dark fruit. Yeah, and, and it is, and that's what I'm saying. Like if if you were to enter this, it would be Baltic Porter, it because is, but, you can have some fruit character, and you know there's you, a, a lager note because it's a Baltic Porter, not a regular Porter. Baltic Porter is right. Baltic Porter is a lager, and this right. is a lager strain. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't say coffee because there's no coffee notes left. Only claim what is present. Yeah. You enter what you brewed, not what you intended to brew. And right now, with the dark fruit note that's in this right now, I would enter it as a Baltic Porter. And actually, it would do pretty well, I think. It's a good beer. It is a good beer. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that not humble accepting of that compliment. Well, no, I'm I'm not saying it's not a good beer because it is. It's a good Baltic Porter. It's not a good coffee Baltic Porter. The coffee, as we've learned, it's, tends to die no. out after eight and a half years. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah. so I'm going to bottle uh, a, a bottle of what I have in there right now, and no, we'll that taste thing it will never in lose eight its years. Coffee. <laughs> it will never lose its coffee, and I don't know how so, or why. Hey, Siri, so angering. set a timer for eight yeah, and a half years. Good luck with that. Anyway, so all I'm saying <laughs> is if you were to enter this as a Baltic Porter, it would do pretty well. She's a still Baltic Porter with Baltic coffee? Porter speech. I can't set the timer. She can't no. set a timer she for said, a specific time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Baltic Porter, yes. Baltic Porter coffee, no. 
So That's just saying, as flat out, out as I can put it. So you're just saying I have to brew it again. With coffee. <sighs> fresh. I've never brewed it without coffee. But if it's fresh, then you have no, to claim the coffee. Yeah. Because right now, it's not. no, no there's the no coffee. You don't claim a coffee. Coffee's gone. Hey, guys, how many more beers do we have? The coffee's gone! Oh, Powers. Welcome to the podcast. Powers doesn't sound... Cars was late, so powers. Well, I'm I'm just waiting for you guys to stop like arguing about what this beer is. We're not arguing. I'm. I'm we're, not, we're we're waxing, differentiating, we're discussing the BJ say pay. No. What's next? He's a Cicerone. 